Welcome to the Corporate Treasury 101 podcast. In the episode of today, we continue our conversation with Bart Hendricks, Head of Global Treasury Operations at SIVA. This is the last part of the full episode we recorded with him. In the previous episode, we broke down what a shared service center is, including technicalities, of course, and the treasury functions that could be executed from such a structure. We, of course, talked about Bart, Siva, and what he does within the treasury department of his company. Today, we focus on a parallel yet very interdependent area to those two topics, talent. In the episode of today, expect to learn how to attract and retain talents in treasury, the challenges and how to tackle them for a company like Siva when it comes to recruiting A players in treasury, what is a best-in-class treasury team and how to build it, how to grow and nurture your talents when they come into your company, how data science and data management has become a key skill in treasury, and much more. Like always, if you like our conversation with Bart as much as we did, why not leaving us a review? Reviews are one of the most important metrics for a podcast, as they allow it to be higher in the rankings and allowing more and more people to discover it. Also, if you haven't yet, go in the link and download our free Treasury 101 ebook. We gathered all our learnings from more than 80 episodes and wrote them down in an electronic written format. And the best part, it is completely free. With all that being said, and for the last episode with him, please welcome Bart Hendricks. That's very clear. Bart, I mean, that, that leads us in very nicely to section the next section we wanted to discuss with you. You've got a lot of experience in building these teams, specifically in the world of treasury. You've seen the churn that comes with people moving in, people moving out, the pain that that comes with, I'm sure, for, for the leading teams. What's your take on uh, the talent pool in treasury uh, and the best way for attracting the best talent and retaining the best talent? Mm-hmm. Do you see something unique about treasury talent versus general talent, or do you think it's all the same? I'm inclined to say treasury is very special, but I, I don't have the expertise somewhere else. But if I look at treasury, so it's a well-known fact that, uh, especially in shared service center, uh, turnover is quite high. And and we, we have the same challenges in India and Malaysia. That's a fact of life, even though I think we are able to retain our people for quite a long time, especially in our inbound, because they are part of the team. Um, and that's very important to keep these people aligned, to really make them part of the team, to involve them in, in group discussions. For us, that's on a weekly basis. We have team calls, so keep them involved. That That's really for shared service and, and make it very clear and specific what you would like to see and how, you, how they can participate in developing the processes even further and to make it more efficient. So uh, try try to empower them, uh, involve them. That's for the shared service centers. Now, if you look at building a centralized treasury team, and I've tried doing that for the last 10 years in different companies, it, it has changed quite a lot, especially in the beginning when you try to set up a global team the responsibilities were very operational in the beginning. You start as a very operational centralized treasury team 
and you try to develop in a more strategic team, uh, more, more value enhancing, as they say it. So more tasks which are really contributing to the, the strategic direction the company is going to. But in the beginning, 10 years ago, when I had to set up this treasury team for Delac in, in the Benelux, I really looked for someone who was able to transfer cash and opening bank accounts. Very, very basic. If you look nowadays, while we are building our treasury team, we really look for people having uh, a, a much broader focus in the sense that they don't need to have a banking background anymore. They don't need to have a, a cash management background uh, as a start a startup function. We need people who are willing to learn, understand our business, and are technology savvy uh, in the sense that technology plays such an important role in our treasury function today that if people don't have any experience working with specific uh, software or hardware or software programs like treasury management systems, it's all uh, software as a service, they say. So it's all in the cloud. It's, it, it's completely different than where we were uh, 10 years ago. And we need people who can ad adapt to that, who can learn that very quickly, who uh, know, uh, have an experience in machine learning and data analysis. So the skill set of the people has changed tremendously. And these kind of people, they need different challenges. So uh, you, need, you, you need to try to retain them in a different way than you did cash managers 10 years ago. So... I don't know if that answers a little bit of your of the struggles yeah. we are we are having today. Yeah, I guess I guess what you're saying is that um, you need to give them continuous like stimulation, right? You uh, yes. for the offshore teams, those are typically they feel disenfranchised, they feel yeah. like they're not really part of the team. So you need to make sure they feel included. For the onshore team, for the people that are in your regional offices, you need to give them challenging roles. I guess right? exactly. How, how did you? I mean, data is, is a big point generally in, in all industries at the moment. How much do you see the treasury uh, departments getting unlocked by, you know, this data-focused skill set that you're doing? Like, do you see in your experience from so much treasury, like, like more work getting done much faster, more optimization happening? Like, how, how big of an impact has that really been? Because if you're saying, hey, you don't even need a banking background anymore, you just need a data background, ability to manage large data sets and have these skills in managing cloud services, managing machine learning, AI, whatever. Clearly that's because you've experimented enough and seen the value that comes out of the data skills. Yeah. So, can you us a little bit more about that? No, absolutely. So Treasury is sitting on a huge pile of data. So we, we know much more of the company than the company realizes in the sense that we know payment frequencies. We know we, we see cash coming in, going out. We know customers not paying on time, paying on time. We Everything is locked in cash. And um, so we have this huge pile of data, which in the past we didn't do much. Now, now over the last five years, also senior management and also the other department have seen the value of this data but it needs to be extracted from, from the data we have. So we need to make it tangible. We need to make it useful for other departments as well to make strategic decisions. So instead of being just a, an operating uh, unit who transfers cash from A to B, which in the past 
it was all cash, cash management did and opening bank accounts and closing bank accounts, we're not, now much more focused on algorithms, on cash flow forecasting, on trying to interpret the data which we have and support sales and support procurement and support senior management on their strategic decisions and also even on their customer selection or on their procurement, uh, on their uh, selection of their suppliers with the data we actually have. So we try to involve in our cash flow forecasting processes uh, also our sales teams, our business development teams to show them what's happening and, and to show them also which type of customers uh, are paying on time. How can we uh, maybe even further optimize our payment terms? So we're, because of the data we actually have and own and which we can use, we are able to look over the boundaries, over our own treasury silo which we have and try to share the knowledge but also have an added value to the other teams and this is just the start we, we were exploring this so within siva we have a separate cash flow forecasting uh, tool software called cash analytics we are now globally rolling out the tool the impact it will have because it's also like i said using algorithms to learn and it can be feeded from your ERP system, but it, 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 can, it can also make predictions for the future. It, it has a huge impact. It will have a huge impact also on, on sales, for example. So, Bart, leading on to that, maybe a bit more philosophical question for yeah. you. As far as I'm aware, there's no like data science and treasury, you know, master's degree out there or anything like that. So typically, you're going to have to take people with these skills, train them on treasury, and help them grow and learn. How do you strike the balance when you take these talents of giving people the opportunity to grow and learn whilst you know getting results? Because there's going to be a failure curve. There's going to be a learning curve in there as well. Like, how do you grow and uh, retrain talent whilst continuing your operations and and delivering quality to your uh, entities from your shared service centers, for example? Yeah, no, that that uh, that indeed is is a very good question, and. Because you're at a certain moment in time dealing with two two type of people. You you have your non-treasury uh, educated data scientist who it doesn't matter where he works. He he looks at the data and he tries to uh, make sense of it and and turns it into valuable uh, a valuable resource for for the whole organization. It's a totally different animal than a typical cash manager who actually prepares transfers and, and opens bank accounts, which is still a relevant task within Treasury. Um, however, um, what we do see is because of new technology, the shift from your basic operational Treasury management to a more high-tech Treasury uh, data analysis type of function is moving quite quickly. Um, and which, which means that uh, certain tasks will not be performed anymore by people in the future within Treasury. The, I mentioned AI very quickly, but machine learning and artificial intelligence will have a huge impact on the, the, the conventional Treasury functions which we had 10 years ago. So there will be a shift to a much more focus on, on data 
on 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 collecting data and to be a more strategic partners to senior management uh, by using artificial intelligence and machine learning because treasury in the end it's just a process and you can optimize a process and you can use machine learning for that so but we're not there yet so as of today we are still in this more schizophrenic position that we on the one hand need people with real treasury and cash management background who knows how to open a bank account and who know how to do transfers and to know what an MT940 is and what SWIFT is and all these kind of things. And on the other hand, we are moving into the next period where we really need people who are much more focused on data. And maybe just to, to, to rebound on this part, in the future, more or less near future, will it be more easy to hire somebody with a solid data management skill set to whom you will just need to teach and grow treasury skills with? Or it's still much more worth to hire somebody with a treasury background, as you just said, and teach that person the data management skill set required? What's the, the balance yeah. here? Yeah, that's a good question. So uh, uh, the, the latest people we hired in the team have a much more data background than okay. treasury background but we still need people to open bank accounts and that's because our counterparts in banks still require wet signatures they still they're they're, they're not there yet so uh depending on the progress our uh, collaborators are making our partners outside we can move more quickly to the the the, the more specialized functions Mm. We're not there yet. On the other hand, that gives us a huge challenge because uh, the type of people we are looking for, if we look at the data side of treasury, try to convince them working for a treasury department in a logistics company if they can also find a job at Google. I mean, it's uh, uh, we're not sexy enough. Eh? So it, it is a challenge there as well. It's It's very interesting to say we need these data scientists and we yeah. need to make sense of our data. It, we're still a logistics company. Uh, we're still uh, moving uh, products from A to B. Mm -hmm. We're not sexy enough. I mean, to I think it, to attract the biggest candidate there. So it makes sense, but it's also gonna be one of the major problematic of the future: the logistics with the growing population, with uh, rarer and rarer raw materials, and all that stuff. It's I mean, it's Absolutely. a very interesting challenge. And so you anticipated my question, but I'd like to uh, to push a little bit here. How do you attract them then? If, uh, yeah, as a, I don't know, data manager, experienced data manager, I can say, okay, my option is either Siva or Google. How do you attract them and retain them? Back to the first question we asked. Yeah, no, we have one big advantage, I think, over these the, the, these high-tech companies. Mm -hmm. And that is that we, 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 we provide a very tangible service, which I mean, even though you you don't see the trucks on the road every day, you you do see uh, our competitors like FedEx, like DHL, like these kind of companies. So they're yeah. visible. You take them. It, it, what I would like to do, uh, if we try to convince candidates or or even people who just joined, to stick with the company, take them to a warehouse, show them what mm. we are actually doing, how the process works. I mean, it is like you say. It is uh, something going forward going to be even more important to to in a sustainable way get products from A to B. Mm -hmm. 
so it's tangible. So it is, but you have to show them. You have to prove it, yeah. and 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 that that is sometimes difficult. So we want to be out there. We go a lot to uh, universities mm. to to try to attract them there. But I mean, we we are in a, in a bit of a disadvantage at the start because they don't know us, yeah. and they don't know how interesting the business is in logistics. But that was super, super interesting. Um, anything else you would like to share with us? Either Shirt Service Center or the Treasury in Siva or the um, recruits and attract, retain talents in Treasury? Uh, maybe a final remark, and that is attracting talent. We discussed that. Mm -hmm. um, retaining talent is maybe even more important in this dynamic market Um We see a lot of vacancies. We see a lot of uh, also our own people being about being asked or being approached by headhunters, yeah. by recruitment companies. So retaining talent is very important. And um, to retain talent, uh, what we've seen is that in the past, when you offered them a company car, a, a, a pay increase, uh, that would mm -hmm. help. You need to do do more today. And one of the things in Treasury, which we also discussed a little bit now, is that it's 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 moving very quickly. It's it's developing. So training people uh, is is very important for us. Giving them the right training they need at the right time. Mm -hmm. That's one. And the second one is to give them ownership. And uh, that is very difficult in some companies, but especially in in smaller companies, give them ownership, uh, make them part of the decision-making process. That is what really helps us retain our young talents, especially because uh, they will leave in an instant. Mm -hmm. It's not because of the company, but it's because of management and of, because of the opportunities they get. So keep challenging young people in your team, give them the training which they need, and also give them ownership. And, and that's what we try to do with our team. It's working. That's how we grow. Makes a lot of sense. But thank you so much. It was super yeah, insightful, super interesting. Um, we will, of course put uh, some links in the description of this episode. So your LinkedIn profile, the website of Siva. Um, anything else or where should people go if they want to learn more about you, about your company or the treasury team there? Well, of course, uh, you're more than welcome to uh, visit our LinkedIn site of Siva. Uh, we now have just over a million followers. So we're very proud of that. So uh, people know where to find us, but we're very proud there. Go to our website. And if you need any more information, my LinkedIn profile will be shared as well. So that's that's fine. This is awesome. Perfect. We put all this in the description. Great. Thank you very much. Well, thank you.